Hi there and welcome to, back to another episode of Biz Shiz, your local e-commerce digital consultancy um, specialising in courses, one-to-one -one training and much more for businesses both local and national and international. We have global clients all over the world. Um, so yes, we can offer all kinds of services to you. The best thing to do is to check out our website where you'll find lots of useful links on there. So that's just www.bishes.co.uk. So today is episode eight, I think. And we're going to talk about Google My Business and local search and how both these things can make you some serious money. So I think the majority of businesses are on uh, Google My Business but not everybody is, and most people aren't making the best use of it, that's for sure. So let's get right into this. So Google My Business and Local Search are excellent ways to drive your business online. New customers will find you through a number of ways, whether it's social, websites, local search, word of mouth, and more and more often these days, actually, print media or other forms of um, advertising. You know, I think we were all in a situation where we we get in, I mean, I know I personally have about five and a half thousand um, messages in my inbox mostly because I don't clean it out and it's all junk um, so trying to get through to customers through email marketing and newsletters I don't think is necessarily a winning um, category these days you know we have to be thinking about doing other things in different ways so let's talk about Google my business um, before we want to get into exactly what it can do for you so essentially it's a it's it's probably one of the most effective tools out there but I don't think most businesses are using it in the right way. It's effectively the modern version of the yellow pages. Um, and, you know, that's, you know, you want to be telling people exactly what you're offering on there. I personally use that most days. And I'm always thinking of ways in which I can expand what I'm actually doing on that site. Um, so really, Google My Business is really showing every single service you have to potential customers. So the sections on there to upload pictures, upload products, tell people when you've got a sale on, when you've got an event happening, and obviously use hashtags and other kinds of um, tagging features to let people know where you're going to be and how they can find you. So you basically got to register on the site and then they'll send you out a postcard to the address given to verify the address. And even if you're a home-based business, this is important um, and you don't want to be visible, you don't want people to have your address or whatever it is, then you can hide it after you receive the postcard. Um, the postcard has a code on it, which is entered, uh, and then your page is verified, making it live on Google My Business. So it gives you the option to add services, photos and products. Um, and also a profile, working hours, etc. All the usual stuff you would expect to find. It really is an essential tool for any business if used correctly. Now, the best thing about it by far is Google Posts. Now, Google is trying to become the next social media platform um, after limited success with Google+. So Google Posts last for about seven days on your dashboard and are a great way of promoting your business, an event or activity. It's best to keep posts short and sweet. Posts stay on Google no longer than seven days as they appear in the Google search results. Um, as with anything which involves Google, the more of their services you use, the more favourable they're going to look upon your site. So Google posts are as important as any other form of social media these days. This should now be part of your strategy, your social media strategy. Um, just because it's such a great online marketing tool in its own right. You know, Google owns the internet, essentially, um, for, in, one, in one way or another. You know, they're giving you all, all these tools and all these options to be found easily. So you want to make use of them.
So tracking codes. Uh, with any information made available on the internet, you want to know where the data is coming from, as with all analytics. So within these Google posts, you will want to use a UTM tracking code. This is simply a code attached to a URL, and it tells you the origin where the audience came from. So it's a blog post, a news article, etc. Uh, when I look on my dashboard features on my website, it tells me, you know, which country people are coming from, where they've got the link from. So it's usually from one of my sites, whether it's Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, etc. Um, but it'll tell me where they're coming from. And it just gives me a better way of kind of targeting the traffic and maybe making more, more of an effort in some areas than others, for example. So the main advantage of Google Posts um, is that the information is up to date and it's fresh. So after the seven days, it gets refreshed, it gets wiped out. You can, um, before it finishes on the seven days, you can basically enhance it and just recycle it. So there's an option to kind of do that by just pressing a button instead of you having to rewrite that information again. But you want to be posting on a daily basis. You want to be posting lots of current information. So, um, you know, when you've got an event on, like I say, um, a new offer or something that's happened on that particular day. And that's kind of idea. So it's better than having all this expired data that we might find on other sites, for example. You know, we're, we're on Twitter and we're looking for something and then we're getting posts coming up from 2012. It's, it's, it's not effective. And it's really quite time wasting, really. Uh, so these posts are great because they're short and simple. And they're great just for general advertising. So let's talk about reviews as well. So reviews, whether they're on Google or whether on Facebook, are really, really great for increasing your ranking and visibility for quite a long time. But they're more important than ever. So Google essentially ranks to a large part on the best result received, reliability, customer satisfaction. It's all about the feel good. Google is a feel good machine, a happiness scale, if you like. And uh, the way in which re reviews have affected rank has changed recently. So, you know, Google's algorithm and Google's rules change frequently, as do Facebook's and any other platform out there. So you've kind of got to be very much on top of it um, in terms of how digital marketing is working and how it is changing. So there have been a number of businesses who have reported huge financial losses because rank and visibility have dropped due to their reviews. The common link here is that they were mostly selling really cheap products and the customers were really un un unhappy about what they were receiving and they left bad feedback. And in the past, this was not an issue because they had great sales, they had a great rank, they were using all the right keywords, great SEO and all of that stuff. But when it actually came down to it, you know, a lot of them did leave reviews online and the the kind of deciding factor on all of them is that none of them were happy. You know, there were cheap products like things like phone cases or, you know, cheap electronic sort of items and this kind of thing here. I myself have just bought um, like a Bluetooth um, clicker type thing for my camera and I can't get the back to fasten on it and I need the back to fasten to hold the battery in for it to work. And it's just made of very, very cheap plastic and it costs next to nothing. But the point is, I, I, I want it to work. So and I don't think there was really a, a better value option. Um, and I wouldn't usually take something back. But I think on this case, it's one of those things where, you know, you are unhappy as a customer with it. It's it's not acceptable. So, I mean, Amazon is a great um, provider of this kind of feeling out there if you think about it so they're the number one retailer in the world and Jeff Bezos often tells a story in interviews about one of his main beliefs you know he genuinely um, comes across and t tells a story about how you know he wants to, you know whilst he's made a lot of money out of this 
he also wants it to be about customer experience and he wants to be known for, for providing a, a quality um, interaction, um, but also about doing stuff big for mankind you know, in the same way that um, Elon Musk is investing in many different things because it's about the progression of mankind and of, for us, us as a human race, really. Um, but anyway, he tells this story about creating an amazing customer experience. Um, so this has to be a core belief and realisation in business, possibly something which has been lost over the years. You know, this, the kind of rise of capitalism and the rise of consumerism and spend, spend, spend kind of attitude. And it's not always about that. So many years ago, there was a, a gentleman called Akio Morita, who was um, the founder of Sony, and he had the same sort of vision. So Japan, um, prior to the war, had always been known for producing cheap products to export in the same way that China is now, I suppose, or the places like Taiwan and other offshoots of the Far East. Um, but, you know, he wanted, he wanted not only Sony um, to be known for producing high quality goods, but Japan generally. So his vision as an individual was huge. And Jeff Bezos is, is known for doing the same kind of thing within Amazon. It's not just about him doing a great job. He wants everybody to do a great job. And if they're the, the main retailer and they're number one retailer in the world, then everybody else has to measure up to those standards or they will always go back to him. And it's just a way of kind of being the leader and then bringing everybody else up to your level. And that's really to be commended. So with a similar approach, Google is, is able to have a similar impact on businesses around the world by saying, if you don't kind of sort yourselves out, if you're not providing the best experience for your customers, we'll make sure that you're not seen. It's as simple as that. So they have the power to make or break you, I suppose. So how can you help your business moving forward? I think firstly and foremost, um, putting out um, putting out your business and its services onto all available platforms is the first rule. We hear this over and over again. You know, we don't just want to be selling on Amazon. We want to be selling on as many um, sites as is humanly possible, as well as having our own brand and our own websites as well. Um, and also, you know, do, doing things in person as well. There's there's many, many businesses you can trade with. If you've got a product that you've made yourself, you don't just have to sell it online. You can be selling it direct into retailers as well. So having a solid strategy for digital marketing is the second. I see so many businesses not using any of these platforms. Businesses definitely being lost if these online options are not being utilised. And I think the average business on the street, you know, unless they're going to some kind of training, they're just not aware of social media or how to use it properly. Um, so use everything Google puts out there. It's known for changing up its ideas frequently. If they give you an option of trying something new, take it. Um, and generally, the more, more things that are re rewarded through the use of Google, I think the better. Things like citations, address and contact details, however minor they may seem, Google's become very stringent on this lately. Even the things like not wanting to write ST for street as opposed to the full word street. It, it's just little things. But I suppose it's like everything. There's, there's a pattern. There's um, like a, a way of doing things, isn't there? And they want everything to tick all the boxes and, and to be as accurate and as, as good as it can be. So basically run a tight ship is the answer. It would be a shame to lose out on customers, wouldn't it, due to some very minor issues. 
Um, so yeah, that's kind of what, what we're talking about here in terms of Google My Business. It's a huge opportunity. Um, you know, there's a lot more we could go into in another episode perhaps, but it's this kind of idea of actually using the Google Post to tell customers what you're doing every day. So if you go into a new area, make sure you're taking photos or video. If you've got a group of engineers who work in different towns across a local area, it's not just about your local search. You've got to imagine it as being like a map on the, on the, on a wall, for example. And every time you're going to that new town or that new area or a new street, Google's making a note of it when you're geotagging photos on Google My Business, for example. Um, so I would get your get into the habit of having your staff post photos or giving you a photo which you think then can upload to Google My Business because that's how the picture is going to be built up over time. So yeah, so have a, have a think about those ideas. We hope you enjoyed this. If you did, hit us, hit us up with a message either here on social media or direct, which is hello at bizshiz.co.uk. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to hear what your points are and any comments you've got. That would be great to know. So yeah, so I shall love you and leave you today. Um, like I say, hope you've enjoyed. If you have, um, feel free to let other people know about our podcast or about our website and the services we offer generally. Until next time, take care.